Rusty Quill presents. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Season 3, Episode 4, Without You. This is a pre-recorded message from Professor Ryan Bunker A12. This is a public broadcast to any survivors out there. Over the last few months, I have been sharing with you the story of two brothers who found themselves plunged into a world of nightmares. Our world. Right now, I too am in that world and I endeavour to find answers in the wreckage. To discover a way forward. A way home. As always, I advise listener discretion going forward. Jess? Jess, come in. This is Professor Ryan. Over. A12, this is Professor Ryan. Do you read me? Over. Damn it. I hope this is recording. Ryan. Ryan, I'm here. But I can't stay. Listen, something is happening near the rift. At A12, it's... I don't know. I can't explain. Just, I'll keep the radio running, okay? What? Jess, are you alright? Is everyone alright? For now. For now, yes. I, I think, listen... We've got some excess power. Ever since we closed that extra corridor and, well, we lost a lot of people. I just... We've got enough to keep the radio on. I'll get back to you when I can. Like, I've got to go. Share your findings. People have to know. Jess, be careful. God damn it. I wish I could help. Jess, is there is there anything I can do? J- Jess. Oh, she's gone. Well, I guess it's just us for now, survivors. I suppose Jess will have to listen to this at a later date when everything has settled. I hate not knowing what's going on at A12. It's like my home. It is my home. All right. Okay. Where Where do I start? Last time we spoke, survivors, I, I told you I was planning on approaching a camp, which I believe to be inhabited by more unsavoury characters that threaten our road to recovery. Well, I'm here to say that I may have lied to some degree, and I hope you'll understand why. You see, when I spoke to Jess, I'd actually already been to the cultist's camp already and recorded my findings. I knew I couldn't tell her what I was planning on doing. As if they were listening to the broadcast. Then they'd surely, they'd surely know and be looking for me. Then on the way out, I suspected that, well, they might have spotted me. So I decided to test my theory by informing Jess of what I'd already done, as though it was something I'd planned. That way I could monitor their interest in our broadcast as well as whether they had spotted me previously. I'll talk more about that in a moment once I've played for you what I found. Just one moment. I'm approaching the dispatch centre. I figured this is probably the last time I can speak to you comfortably without risking them hearing me. 
I'll give you a bit of context. So as far as I can tell, this is the dispatch center for a supermarket chain. They've completely defaced the building and it seems to be covered in parts at least with some sort of gray papery material. Ah, this must be what Elliot and Roman saw in the tunnel. I see now what he was describing. It's unsettingly similar to a wasp's nest. He's right. In the loading bay, I can see they've converted some of the remaining lorries into a mix of living and communal areas, which strikes me as odd. They've, they've got this huge warehouse at their disposal. Why are they not utilizing that space to live in? I wonder what else they could be using it for. Part of me doesn't quite want to know, but it's exactly what I'm here for, to find out more wherever I can. I'm going to be heading down to some of the fences that are relatively close to one of the communal areas I was able to see earlier. There's an overgrown section along a decent stretch of fencing up ahead. This coupled with the dip just before, I should be able to safely conceal myself there and still be able to pick up any conversations. I'll increase the microphone sensitivity once I'm there. Hopefully that'll be enough. However, I won't know until I'm away and can listen to it in safety. I think there's a lot we didn't expect. Such is the nature of these things. Such is the nature of the star. You're right. It's a shame there weren't more of us when it began. There need not be any more. Those who were not chosen were too weak. But there's still some, isn't there? Those who were left behind, who, who weren't granted the star's boon. Ah, but the star has plans for them. They shall dance to its tune and be the water that germinates the seed. Must you speak in metaphors? <laughs> I'm merely quoting the sacred texts. When was the last time you read them, Alex? <laughs> I need not read them if I live them. Then why do you question the presence of those who were left behind? If you lived it truly, then you would know without doubt. There are many things to know, Rowan, but I need not know them all. I'd hazard that you don't. How could any of us? Except her, of course. Yes, but she is more. More than any of us. I think it's time we attend to our duties, lest we become the next sacrifice. We're running out, you know. We'll need to collect more soon. Good. I do not wish to tempt the thing, nor slow the process. As much as patience is quite the virtue... I cannot wait for the day it is all surrendered and reclaimed. It'll give the runners something to do as well. They're getting restless. Speaking of restless, come on. What was that? Uh, just a rabbit or something. You're far too jumpy. I'm not so certain. Well, we can have a look later. There are more pressing matters. I believe now they have some sort of creature kept within the warehouse. Whether it's mundane or otherwise, I cannot say for certain. However, the way they were speaking alludes to the latter. I was unable to explore any further around the complex as I believe they would have discovered me if I tried. I have to admit though, I do feel awfully guilty as I fear that they had survivors trapped within there. Trust me, if I could have done something, I would have done. But it's not that simple, I'm afraid. Given the amount of them positioned around the camp, there's no way I'd make it anywhere near and it's... It's not as though my career has all prepared me for any of this. Unlike Claire, it seems. I really do fear what's happened to her. 
It seems as though these people revere something they refer to as the star. It's possible that they're referencing the spiralling star that Naya spoke of not long ago. I'd certainly like to get my hands on the sacred text one of them mentioned, although I imagine the likelihood of that to be slim. It strikes me as worrying that such a thing exists, though, as it only adds to evidence to the idea that this was planned all along. It's hard to say for certain. What does seem clear, though, is that this cult, as we've been calling it, appears to have existed long before all of this, which begs the question, were they waiting for this, or did they bring it about? And what exactly is the aim of it all? Here we are again, more knowledge leading to more questions. And who exactly are these... Hold on. Survivors, I believe there's someone, something, nearby. I'm going to have to go. Bear with me. It is someone, and if not someone, it's a humanoid, in shape at least. I'm going to keep you updated as I move. I fear that if I cease this transmission completely, then, well, you know what. Ah, oh, Christ. What now? No, no, no. Survivors, there's... Oh, my God, there's hundreds of them. S small floating entities, almost like jellyfish, but with spiked crowns atop their bulbous peaks. They're glowing each in turn like synchronised fireflies. It's, it's mesmerising, but... Damn it, I think they know I'm here. One of them is releasing... My... My God, are they... Are they spores? Jesus, they are! What the hell? Get the people gone! Hold it! Don't move. Breathe as little as possible. Be... Quiet. Nalak, Goram. Kalim, Goram. Is it? Alright. They're gone. We can take these off. Who the, who the hell are you? I recognise your voice. Why do I know... Oh. oh my god. Elliot? Elliot Taylor? Surely. No, it can't be. Ye yes, your hand. You must be. Uh, who? Who are you? Uh, how do you know my name? My god, I, I never thought. My, my, my name is Professor Ryan. I've been sharing your story for months now. Your journal. I have your journal. You're from A12, aren't you? But no... A12 is gone. It wasn't there. You weren't there. When did you leave? I never thought I'd actually meet you, but it's unmistakably you. This is impossible. You you must have been through so much. When did you leave? A, a few days ago. <laughs> no. Not possible. Unless... Oh, of course. We have an awful lot to talk about, Elliot. We really do. I'm sorry. How do I know I can trust you? I could say the same for you. It feels as though I know you so well after reading your journal several times over, but here you are and I never expected you to look this way. You look like one of them, the... The Order of the Spiralling Star. The what? I know. 
It's what they call themselves. And as far as they're concerned, I'm one of them. I- impossible. The Elliot I know wouldn't align himself with such vile people. <laughs> the Elliot you know. <laughs> I can't say I'm comfortable with a man I've just met claiming to know me so well. Listen. It's the only way to survive out here. Those polyps would have infested your body and turned you into their host had I not been here. Hold on a second. You're from A12. Did... Did did you see Roman? Elliot. Elliot, I'm sorry. But he's not there and I fear the worst may have happened. Fuck. Have you heard the broadcast recently? No. Why would I have? Fuck. Tell me. Tell me what you know of him. It's only conjecture, but... Our engineers found a disembodied skeletal, in fact a pair of hands dug into the floor outside A12. This was very recently. Now, I I don't know if you saw, but when you first made it to A12, that very thing happened to Roman. Things sprouted from his hands and dug right. into... Alright, enough. If that pair of hands was only discovered very recently, then it couldn't have been Roman. It's been months since that happened. There's no way he's still out there. Uh, Elliot, what else? It's not him. Elliot, you need to... Enough. What happened after you left? What do you mean? When you left A12, or at least where you thought it was. I... I made a bad decision, that's all. But did you not return to him? Your brother, that is. How could I? The creature in the woods outside the bunker was waiting for me. Waiting for that moment I was alone. I was powerless. I had no choice. God, Elliot, I'm I'm sorry. I thought... Look, if you claim to know me as well as you do, then you'd know I'd never willingly leave my brother. Not properly. You're right, you're right. Sorry, I'm just... I'm still in shock that I'm even standing in front of you. I've spoken about you and your brother's life for so long that you became almost like a fable to me. A legend of sorts. (laughs) A legend. (laughs) Can't say I ever thought that's what I'd be. But Ryan, how did you get my journals? And I'm assuming Roman's recorder as well, if you recognise my voice? Claire brought them to me. She was in a bad way when she arrived. But she seemed determined above all else that I have them. But that... She found Roman. Shortly after you'd walked away, she arrived and tried to save him. After realising that it was doing him more harm than good to try and remove those tendrils from his fingers... He gave her the journal and recorder and told her to deliver them to me at all costs. She explained about the rifts and how they connect different versions of our world. Then one to this world appeared behind them and... Well... I... I can't believe it. I... I wish... Fuck. I wish I'd never walked away from him. I wish I hadn't left him. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Elliot, you've been through so much, you didn't know. Listen, I think we have a great deal to talk about, but I feel exposed here, especially given that those creatures were here not long ago. Oh, they won't be coming back. Right. Even so, I don't wish to tempt fate. Do you know of somewhere safe we could go? Sure. Sure, follow me. We can talk more when we get there. Elliot. No. I'm not like them. You were right. The Elliot you know would never be like them. It's for protection. Nothing else. But you spoke to those things. 
Yes, a uh, fortunate moment where the knowledge I gain from my time with them is useful. Nothing more. It doesn't always work. We were lucky those ones aren't so smart. Very well. Oh, uh, one more thing. Once we're out of these woods, I'm going to have to bind your hands. I, um, I need you to look like you're my prisoner. Excuse me? If you're just with me dressed like that, they'll know. They'll ask questions. Trust me, okay? If you've heard everything I've been through, read everything I've said, you know I wouldn't do something like this to anyone. Especially not one of the few people who's still trying to do good in the world. seeps through all that you see and consumes everything in its path, without knowing or feeling, without seeing or blinking or making time for anything other than itself, and the confluence of stars and light that seeps, and it won't let go. I see it now, I see it so clearly, the great arm spiraling ever outwards, a preternatural calm that sweeps over you, breaks you. Remakes you new. This isn't me. This isn't who I am. These are my words. Hello? Is there anyone who can hear me? What's happening? I can't see. I can't see anything, but I can hear so many voices. Hello? What are you all panicking about? You are all part of the great confluence. One that shall return this world to its glorious splendor. You shall be destroyed and remade anew. It's the only way. I am not part of this. I'm not, I'm not part of this. All residents of A12, please report to the emergency assembly point. This is not... A A12! A12! I made it! I made it! I made it to A12! It does exist! All residents, please advise. Do not interact with any foreign entities within this bunker. Report immediately to the emergency assembly. Foreign entities? No. No, it's supposed to be safe here. The last vestige. <laughs> and now your guardian has left you. Left you to wander in the dark. support the show via our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wake of corrosion. Joining at any tier will get you access to all future episodes one week early. Thank you so much to our generous Patreon subscribers who have helped me to continue making and improving the show. Indicay, Laurel, Austin, Nath, Paul, Trace, AJ Pumpkin, Twiglets, Martina, Finney, Grumpy Coy, Maddie, Cold K, Ty, Eileen, Karen, PJ, Return to Sender, and MJ Van Steenberg. Thank you all so much. Wake of Corrosion was written, directed, and produced by Sean Pellington, and is part of the Rusty Quill Network, with voice acting from Kieran Walsh as Professor Ryan, Sean Pellington as Elliot, 
Lee Pellington as Roman, Adele Cliff as Jess, Phil Jankowskis as George, Andrew Fearfelder as Cultist 1, Cade Hatton as Cultist 2. Intro theme, Phantasm, and outro theme, Shadowlands 5 Antechamber, were created by Kevin MacLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. Both pieces are reduced from their originals with fade-out effects, character voiceover, and radio static effects. Morse code SFX from morsecode.world, courtesy of Stephen C. Phillips. Full credits and transcripts can be found at wakeofcorrosion.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, don't wander in the dark. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.